Today's episode is part two of our Empire Army book review. We recorded this just a few days after part one, so we just go straight into the episode. So I hope you enjoy. Cool. So now let's, I think we should look at just quickly maybe um, the magic laws, because I think, I guess Empire, like we said, I think we just said that in part one at some point. Um, the, you know, these are one of the unique armies that have access to all eight, like, rulebook laws. So I guess without, we don't want to spend, you know, the whole episode talking about magic laws because you probably go down that um, as a whole episode. But I did want to maybe just touch on them. I don't know if you guys, especially if any of you guys have, you know, experience with it or what you think about which ones might be applicable to Empire. And then obviously we're going to have a look at the actual army list and see how that may all play together. So who wants to take Law of Fire, I guess? There's eight of them, obviously. Most people would know that. Um, we have Law of Fire. Does someone want to take that one? Maybe maybe we just look at a couple of spells in each one that we think are probably useful for Empire, potentially. Josh is lost. Josh is lost. <laughs> well, first of all, obviously you got Fireball. Like, to me, I think any sort of... It depends on what, how much shooting you've got, especially in Empire. Um, to me, I, I think it is good having default. Um, I know it's only a D6, um, so there is a lot of luck there. But especially when you're trying to hit those chaff, I think those D6 strength 4 hits can do quite a bit of damage, especially if you're going to be getting a panic test or something in there. Um, I, I do like getting those simple magic missiles. Um, they are quite limited, obviously, with what they can do. But yeah, if you don't have a lot of shooting, they can be quite um quite versatile. Yeah, and I guess even if Empire have a lot of shooting, they got ballistic skill three shooting. So sometimes it's good to have auto hit. <laughs> magic yeah, well that's it. Yeah. I mean, it's a different phase, isn't it? So yeah. um yeah, you know, if you're going to be getting multiple panic tests, I suppose um it's, it's going to be a you know, a better option to get rid of chaff. Like ch chaff's obviously so valuable in um in all these sort of editions. So yeah, yeah, I think this one's an option. Um, you know, you got fireball, fiery blast. It's not too expensive, I guess, on an eight plus, and that's you know a bigger version of it, which is pretty good. Yeah, and, well, that's it. And then conflagration of doom is cool, but I, I'm not a big. That one's at, you know probably the bigger one that you'd probably want to cast. Um, outside of that, I'm not sure the other spells are that useful, but I, I guess that's probably pretty common in these laws anyway, that, you know, there's probably three really good spells and then, you know, two that's a bit useless if you get it. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think. but Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's it. I, I do like, you know, some of those anywhere on the tables can be really uh, pretty, pretty powerful. Um, and, yeah, but... It's funny when you start getting those sort of like eleven plus casts and whatnot. Mm. It, it you're really getting into that dangerous territory. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the other thing, again, not to you know, this is all starting to get into sort of playing and army listing and stuff. Is you know, I would imagine a lot of the times you're taking a lord level characters. So if you're playing two thousand, and I guess I've been playing two thousand a lot points. So I'm then yeah. thinking I've only got level two wizards. So you know. 11 pluses are starting to get quite hairy to cast. Yeah, yeah. No, they are. So, cool. Okay, well, but Lorify, look, it's an option for sure. Yeah, it's it's decent. It's not, yeah. It's not an auto, but yeah, definitely, uh, you know, if 
there's a lot of flammable stuff getting around um, as well, which obviously gives it a bit more, a bit more of a little buff against certain armies. Yeah, and I mean, direct damage is always useful. Like, it's, it's not situational as such. Like, you're always going to find a target to to use it against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of the laws essentially that. Cool. And then we have metal. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've metal. always. Yeah, Josh, mm-hmm. you go. No, go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was just going to say I've always liked metal, but from an from an eighth edition point of view, I haven't really used it in six yet. So, I wonder how it holds up. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel like it's maybe a little bit more situational, a little mm, bit um, mm. than than in eighth. Um, I think some of the the spells are kind of interesting. Um, uh, I mean, the number one spell, like it's a bit of a um. A sniper uh, yeah. smell, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's only it's the one. Like... Yeah, the the one, the one hit. But isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one strength, three hit, no, no armor save. Yeah. Um, and but it goes, the strength goes higher if the armor save is better, um, which is a bit strange. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit like a Hochler long rifle in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's cheap, isn't it, too? Like, what is it? Three plus? Yeah, just a three yeah. plus. So it's an easy one to just get off on, on one dice, really. You know, just a, But it can't um, technically snipe people, is that right? Because it's just a magic missile. I suppose if you combine well, it with the, the rifle, like, you know. And it says model, doesn't it? It says, it says a single model chosen by the caster. Yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry. So I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. is... Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is that how it works? Target. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Wow, that is scary. Especially if you're playing Chaos or something, they're probably, their sorcerers have probably got, you know... A lot of two win nah. models kicking around, yeah. Yeah. And then going to the other extreme, the 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 number six spell, um, the Bane of Forged Steel that gets rid of any weapons. Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that could ruin a lot of units. Um uh, you know, great swords or lances or anything like that. The only problem obviously is it's only got a range of twelve inches. So yeah. if you yeah. get it off, that could absolutely neuter a lot of different um uh, unit builds out there. Yeah, yep. for the rest of the yep. battle, yeah, yeah. 100%. But actually getting getting into the range to be able to pull it off and then on eleven plus as well. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. uh you know, and if you're if your opponent's still grabbed a spell scroll or something, you know, for sure they would be using it if you were trying to get that off. So you probably only get one sh- one go at it. Um yep. uh and you know you just gotta hope you've really got rid of the spell scrolls before you're trying to pull that one off. Yeah, the distillation of um, molten silver—that's uh, that's pretty good as well. Like similar to, well, pretty much exactly, almost identical to um, the that fire spell with the two d six strength four hits. So yeah, and it's cast the same. It's actually the same, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly the same. It's, it's also considered it's a fire fun. attack, so it's yep. <laughs> it's yeah. actually on every level it's, the same spell. Yeah, it's yeah. funny how they got this. The fire attack causes double damage against flammable targets, but I'm assuming that's the case with. Fiery blast. It just doesn't say that because it is all fire. Yeah. Well, at, the, at the top of the law, it says it oh, specifies it, that it's at the top there. Effect. Yeah. God. Yeah. Because yeah. you can always what the, the default's back to one, isn't it? Um, mm. For six. Mm. So you, probably finding that you know it's it's that default as well. And if you're going to be defaulting back to that rule of burning iron, well, it's not too bad. Um, it's just yeah. one hit, though, isn't it? That's nah, yeah, that's yeah. that's it. Yeah, but... there's a couple. I mean, even that Laura Gold's a bit scary too. If you're stopping I someone's mean... magic um, or destroying it totally outright, 
Um, like if, if like the thing with burning iron, I can see it being quite useful just constantly hitting a character with a fairly high armor save. Yeah. Because the higher yeah, that armor yeah. save is, the higher the strength is, you know? Yeah, so, and it is cast it's a two-up save. save. So that's a, a strength seven and... hit with no armor save. Yeah, 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 it's just one dice. Like, that actually, if you're casting it every turn, that's going to be really annoying. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. Like, if, if you're sitting back in a bit of a bit of an empire sort of gun line, I suppose, and you're, you're popping that off, yeah, that'd be... And that's chew and dispel, which means they've got less chance of dispelling Bane of Forge Steel when they're getting closer, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's an interesting one. Um, I don't think it's an auto-include. No. Obviously, it depends on who you're going up yeah. against. Yeah, it depends what spells you roll. And yeah, as actually, you say, if you're often a hold, if you're actually using two, your level two wizards, yeah. you've got to make sure the number one spell is really useful. Now, um, how do you guys play? I was listening to, might have been another podcast or something, and someone was saying, the way that you select magic laws on your on your the, the correct way to play is technically you know no one actually knows your magic and plus they don't know your magic law and you can choose at the beginning of the game especially if, so if you you know like it's pretty common I guess in eighth you would list you know yeah the law that your magic users bringing um, mm. but I think by the book they were saying they've done tournaments where they're like. Every game, if you've you got eight pick, balls available, yeah. you can you can pick them. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I think by the book, I think that's how it's written. But I think it became the convention to specify your law on the magic list because it's open yeah. list, like in terms of everything yeah. else. But yeah. yeah, I wonder if that sort of nerfs this a little bit because it does <laughs> feel like that would be a cool thing to do as empires. Right, I'm going up against chaos. I'm going to pick. Metal, yeah, it'd be pretty you know. powerful, wouldn't oh, it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that would be. Mm. Yeah. Definitely less thematic to just flip between different laws each game. <laughs> you know, because mm. you go against Wood Elves, you hit fire, you know, yeah. Swap normally, but, um, uh, yeah, that, that would be. I mean, I guess that's the thing is back then it was closely. It's like, like a lot of the magic items, like that crystal ball um, yeah, yeah. thing, like that's also yeah. Yeah. was based on a closed list system. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They, you would never pick them in a tournament. You know, because you know, I know what the enemy's yeah. got or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I much prefer open lists, really. Like, it's just, yeah, it's less of a headache. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not getting surprised suddenly by this horrible, uh, unexpected <laughs> combo or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, next one, Law of Shadow, El Grey Wizards. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like um, Creeping Death, like the the number one spell, Steed Light, it's kind of one of those good things, having a bit of a, that that flight for your, for your wizard, just to get him out of trouble, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but Creeping Death, it's no armor saves. Yeah, it's only strength three, D6, obviously, but I just, you know, if, if someone's got a, a character or something like, you know, Bretonian, it seems to be like a lot of flying sort of high well you know hero level characters kicking around um i think that's a good counter for that um because a lot of these tend to have quite good armor saves um i don't know but for Mm. me i'd you you wouldn't want to get hit by that if you're a empire like or a you know like you've got yeah britannian yeah you got your (laughs) <laughs> yeah, a you'd peg, be hoping they roll a, a one on the D6. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it could it could 
go so yeah on that one dice i could be six six wounds or or one yeah Um, yeah the only thing with it is um i mean it's quite high casting isn't it for six plus what it brings although you know there's no armor save but yeah yeah well that's that's the big thing the no armor save but yeah you'd be having to throw two dice at it obviously um, but yeah, yeah. Unseen lurker, I think, is always going to be useful, um, uh, especially if you've got a few knights going on. I mean, that's the thing. You probably yeah. you'd be more inclined to take this law if you were going to take it, yeah, because of that mobility. Like this, you know, that and like pit of shades and that type of thing. I think it also helps to take out some of their opposing war machines, maybe. And um, but I feel like unseen lurker. If you're going to have that going, it's going to help you know, get off some charges or if you miss a charge and still be able to push them into combat and that type of thing too. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I, I feel like this, this law actually just does add a little bit of mobility. Yeah, there's um, a few laws which have these and they're, they're very, they are very good sort of, um, I've been done by these sort of movement spells a few times. You just almost, you, you don't expect that in the magic phase a bit, sort of like, you know, the movement phase, and you're like, oh, his range is this far. Um, but yeah, it's just like that extra move you don't kind of anticipate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, if, how would that work? Um, I'm just trying to read the ruling on as it goes here. But say you use the Unseen Lurker on, say, a parent unit. Um, is that a charge? Like, do your detachment get to go in then as well? Well, it just says that the the, the same rules like apply as for a normal charge made during the movement phase. Okay. So I don't see any reason why it wouldn't. It's mm, interesting. Well, yeah. you'd have to be within the. Um, oh, I don't know. I suppose it depends on where you're, because you've got to be within three inches still, don't you? So as long as your uh, detachment was still there, it yeah, still follows yeah, yeah. all those same yeah. rules, doesn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't. I don't see why it wouldn't. Just like a normal charge move, really, isn't it? I don't know if there's been a specific ruling made on that, but mm. that's how I would read that rule. Yeah, I'd, I'd okay. agree. Hmm. Cool. I mean, I've heard it, this, I think because of mobility and empire, I mean, obviously, if you're not, you know, you either I have gone mobile because you've taken a lot of knights and that this makes it useful, or you haven't, but this still makes it a bit useful because, yeah, you know, you don't have that sort of mobility or maybe you need to get your caster into different areas. So there's yeah, there's some interesting things here. I know people do use it um, for Empire, but it just looks a bit high casting for low wizards. And you know, there's I don't yeah. know, that's the same thing with it. But yeah, yeah, and not always going to be useful whatever spells you roll. Just yeah. depends on what you pick up. Yeah, um, which I feel like is similar to the next one, um, beasts. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. You know, I feel like uh, it does have an interesting array of different spells, and the number one spell. Probably could actually be quite quite kind of useful for Empire because you often have suffling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, and that, I feel like that the Austin Sands, it'd be going there five up and just being a rally stuff when you need. Yeah, not the two dice thing. rally all the time. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, how did this get errated then? Because you're saying um, I haven't got that one open on the screen here. Uh, it's the same. Other one. No, they oh, haven't no, all I mean, been changed. Sorry, I mean the law of beasts, the whole thing. Yeah. Like it's, it's in. Oh, how, how was it? What, which ones? Yeah, which um, ones were changed? Oh, let's, let me just. 
I think the Beast Cow has got a, a, a drop in, in casting value by one. Um, what else would have been done? I don't think they changed a huge amount of right. beasts. I can't see anything else. Well, I guess so, I'm sure they changed something. Say, yeah, they must have. Should have highlighted what they changed on that one. That's cool. Um, yeah, so what do you think about Beats overall, Josh? Because you have used it for, say, Brett's a bit, have you? Or, uh, you, or at least little, it's available yeah, to Brett. It's available to Brett, so I'm more familiar yeah. with it than anything. But um, uh, I feel like, again, it, it, there are some spells that would help you have, um, uh, like Wolf Hunts, where, again, you can sort of push them forward. Um, uh, less less reliable than the unseen. Yeah, with the two D six inches, yeah. and it's got to be mm. either towards a visible unit or towards the unit or the wizard, which is yeah. Um, uh, a lot of the other spells are kind of like getting rid of opposing cavalry or monsters or um, reducing their um, ability to fight in combat, which yeah, again is highly opponent dependent and. A, Pretty situational. And depending so on just, what they got as well, it's got to be against Cav or Chariot, that type of thing. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I, I feel like this is not going to be a law that's going to be that useful yeah. for Empire compared to the other options. Yeah. yeah. And again, like if you're not playing competitively and you know you're playing, you know, Chariot heavy bloody friends army, then I guess, like, you know what, it's always applicable to to pick the law that, you know, is going to be most useful. But when you're looking at it from a point of view, if you don't know who you're playing, uh, which I guess is what we probably tend to look at, then, yeah, not so useful. And then we move on to Heavens, which um, seems to be probably very popular for for Empire. Um, probably a lot of other people as well who've got access to it, I guess. Yeah, I think it's yeah. one of the most popular ones, which is why they nerfed it pretty, yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. significantly. I can imagine, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. They put up multiple multiple spells, got increases in, in casting value, and I think they changed um, uh, which one is it? Yeah, well, Fort Lightning and Uran and Thunderbolt yeah, to, to be twenty-four inch twenty-four rather than anywhere on the board. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you could just nuke war machines and stuff all the time then initially straight out. Plus yeah. just anything, chaff anywhere. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, annoying. So yeah. Every time I uh, bring up this revised law. Of magic and then it disappears when I click off it. So sorry, that's why I'm Yeah. No, I think <laughs> yeah. Game. I still think even with the nerves, it's actually a really good option. Um I quite yeah. like the rerolls um, that it gives. And like if I was gonna use the rerolls, I'd almost be tempted to use it for like if I did have some some long rifles in the army or something like that, that you know, you're using a D six but you've only got a limited opportunity to use it. Yeah. Um you could get some good value. Uh, from using those rerolls in that situation, I suppose. Yeah, I got the revised here. Were you talking about Fork Lightning? Just then? Yeah. Oh, I was talking about the rerolls in Second Son of a Mall. Oh, yep, yep, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like that'd be a worthwhile use of them. So pretty yeah. much, I'm just comparing. So like, yeah, so it went up by one to six from five. Obviously, Comet went up to 11, which made sense because most of the other ones, the high casters... At least an eleven, whereas this was a ten initially. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, things like Thunderbolt went up two to from a seven to a nine plus. Um, Fork Lightning, yeah, they all went up pretty much, didn't they? Yeah. Except for Port Portent of Fear, which is fine. That's just the one. Um, is it? Oh, oh, that's rerolling ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So not too bad. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, it did get enough. But, I, yeah, I mean, even those values, they still totally, um, yeah, you're two dicing or three dicing things. Uh, and the good thing is if you get second sign off, you can probably <laughs> two dice three dice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. So, no, I, yeah, this one, I think whatever we first play, I'll probably try this one out because I haven't obviously used any of these eight BRB um, battle magic spells so, or laws. So I might try Law of Heavens when I play Empire. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, like, definitely like that low stuff, like the portent <laughs> and, yeah, second sign. I mean, you're only looking at sixes, but, yeah, they, they do get, as you were saying, pretty pretty heavy. As you get up, yeah. Um, I mean, like an eleven, like uh, it's one of those things. Like even a even a three, three dice is a a big gamble. Um, it's kind of one of those things, you know. Sometimes you just go for those big, you know, those big rolls. It's sort of like yeah, they um, Portent of Fear would be pretty um potent on great swords, I'd imagine. Yeah, 100%. because not only are you relying your ones to hit, which you might be still just hitting on, say, a four or whatever, but then you're probably <laughs> wounding on twos or close to With it. With re-roll, yeah, your ones, yeah. so it might be um pretty nice. Yeah, um, then going to light. Uh, looking at light again, I'm not convinced it's going to be that useful. I don't mm. think vampire, especially because the number one spell. Is just a, a combat buffer, the wizard. Yeah, I know. Which, you don't like you don't want to oh. pick it. When do everyone do that? Yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's a real problem. I mean, there's a, there are a few good spells in there. Um, I feel like Guardian Light, which makes every, everything in twelve inches um immune psychology on an eight, mm. amazing play. I think that would actually be quite a good spell if you if you do get it. Yeah, but this thing, if you could choose it, it, it'd be good. Mm. If you, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. 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 That and Dazzling Brightness, where you can debuff the opponent's um, weapon, weapon skill, skill. to one yeah. for that for that combat phase. Yep. Um, in an army that, you know, is sort of average at best weapon skill, yep. being able to do that, I feel like is, you know, really would actually be really nice if you could get that off. So those two spells, I feel like, would be worthwhile doing. Yeah. I mean, um, Healing Hand. Healing Hand's good, yeah. Is that anywhere on the battlefield? That... Healing. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like most char- Empire characters aren't gonna. Well, if you got a Griffin, you think it'd be useful. <laughs> well, if you got a Griffin, I reckon. Imagine that kicking around, and you just you know you're trying to kill this yeah. bloody Griffin, and then just you know mm. Alakazam and back to full. That that'd be pretty disheartening. <laughs> yeah, like I think if you got, um, I think if you rolled up, but you'd have to roll like that. Like, so you're. I guess you've probably got two spells. You'd, you'd want something like Dazzling and Guardians, you know, yeah. or something like that, or Healing it. But yeah, that's the thing. It's just so. Yeah. I, I guess, yes. If you had a monster in the in your army, then yeah, yeah maybe Healing Hand would be more worthwhile. But if you just had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Slogging yeah. and that was. Nah, it. yeah. It'd be, yeah, very list dependent. Mm. Um, but nah, mm. I, I think. Uh, I don't mind it. Um, it's pretty low casting, I guess. That didn't change. Yeah. That wasn't done. But, yeah. But, yeah, the, the only thing, like Josh was saying, is, like, yeah, your number one spell is sort of, I mean, yeah, you haven't got a Chaos Wizard running around with, like, semi-kitted up. Like, you know, you're looking at a, yeah. yeah. Not, not too many people throw their wizards in combat unless they're on a pretty sweet mount or they're very mobile. 
So, yeah. And then, um, all right, shall we go to the next one? Yeah, yep. Laura Life. Yeah, Laura Life. You're the expert Roll on this one. Laura Life. <laughs> my favorite one. I use it a lot uh, in Protonians. <laughs> <laughs> Did um, you say this changed too? Sorry, in the yeah, yeah, this is this one was rather too for the better because in the book it's a bit really hit and miss. Um, so I got I got some damage buffs for wood and master of stone, um, uh, and I think I think they improve the ranges for casting it when there's no other terrain on the border. I think before it was six inches. Yeah, I got revised oh, too. Now, okay. now it's twelve within the wizard, yeah. which makes it more doable. Yeah. Um uh and the Rainlord got changed as well. I think it I think that got a bit of a nerf because I think Rainlord was a bit too powerful. Because I think it made everything you have to roll a four plus for anything to be able to shoot. Um uh, oh, whereas, okay. whereas instead it made it a minus one to hit for BS or four plus to shoot for any other sort of um war machine. War machine template one. Yeah, yeah okay, cool. Yeah. Um that, those are the main changes, really. Um I f- in terms of spells, I feel like Mistress of the Marsh number one spell again is a bit of a <laughs> a drag yeah, on the you... on the law. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the rest of them, and that's because inter- you need you need that water feature on the board. Yeah, yeah, either water the feature yeah, yeah. or within twelve inches of the caster. Um, yeah. Which uh, it's, I mean, that's okay, but it's just the effect is still very like all it does is it reduces your movement speed by half. Yeah. Um, which, if you like, the only reason I found it useful is if you charge something and you know they're going to break, you cast it on them so that their flea flea distance is halved. Yeah, <laughs> so well, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that yeah. is useful in that yeah. particular circumstance. Yeah, but that was about <laughs> it. But that that was for more Bretonia, like you know, like in Empire, you're unlikely to have a wizard within twelve inches of a of of that situation. It was only because a damsel was up in the lance. You know that that was that was useful because she'd be in range to cast that spell. Um, yeah, you're not necessarily going to have an empire wizard right up at the front line charging into things nah, uh, to nah. be able to pull that off. Um, uh, and the rest of the spells, like like they're useful, but again, I feel like it's slightly more limited. Like the master of wood and stone, I think that would always be nice to have to to hit things on hills like war machines or people hiding in forests. Um, but Empire have got tools they can deal with stuff on on hills. Like they've got a lot of war machines themselves. You know they don't yeah. really need to have that kind of um, function in the magic phase. I feel like the, your magic could be looking to fill holes in the army that you might not otherwise be able to um, uh, compensate for. Um, uh, so yeah, I I feel like it, I, I actually quite like the law, but in the context of taking it for Empire again, mm. I don't know. I feel I feel like there'd be better options. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah, that Master of Stone's pretty deadly, though. Yeah. Because most people are putting stuff on fully heals. Oh, so. it's, it's yeah, great. It's plus, strength five plus D6. Because you're probably going to be on it, aren't you? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Although, I guess if you're smart, what's, I can't remember, what's the... Got, so, in the errata, got changed too. So, it went to 2D6, oh. strength four, and then okay. an extra D6 on the yeah. on the hill. So, 3D6, oh, strength four hits. Strength fours, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah whereas just, the yeah. the wood got swapped over to strength five, D6, strength five, and then an yeah, extra okay. D6, strength five if it's in the wood. Yeah. 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 But most stuff's not going to be in a wood, but obviously, like, the hill. The hill's a big one because most yeah. stuff is going to be, you know, if you're going to be near a hill, you're pretty much just going to be on a hill to for shooting anyway. Yeah, totally, yeah. 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 So, I mean, this, this it also works if you're within 12 of the feature. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
D6. So that does help a little bit. Like if I pick wood in the past, sometimes it would affect people's deployment because they're worried about not being too close to the forest so that I'm yeah. not going to yeah, hit them yeah. as a march of the wood spell, which you know, is... area denial sort of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. It actually sounds more scary than it is really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, as much as I like that law, I don't know that <laughs> Emperor Army need it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got death. Um, Good old death. What do we got here? We so got a magic the last missile. One. Yep. yep. Um, is death dealer? Was that that sniper unit? That was, oh no, it's that's. I'm thinking of an old older edition. Oh no, that's steel soul. What was it? What was the uh, death in eighth called? Soul blight. No, that was the one. That was minus strength or something or toughness or something, wasn't it? Uh, in eighth. I'm not sure. It could be. But steel soul is an enemy model within twelve, so that's like a sniper. But yeah. uh, but you can't. But the thing is, yeah, then, but it's got, yeah, you can't take out Undead or Chaos Demons either. So. Yeah, well, you'd have yeah. to. They don't have a soul. Yeah. Not yeah. take it for that, but, I mean, that's pretty cool. You just keep buffing yourself and stealing off somebody else. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. 12 inch range is a bit of a yeah problem. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. And they've got, so they've got two magic missiles and eight, I mean, that's the same, that 2d6 strength four. And it's on an eight plus so the wind of death, so it's the same. Then you got that D six like you like before D six strength three, no armor save, drain. Uh like a you know, just magic missile again. So it's not really a magic missile, is it just hit? Uh but again, can't affect undead chaos demons or Yeah. Yeah. But so it's then each you're losing you know within twelve, but I, I don't know how you're gonna but get I mean, a imagine trying in. to take this in a tournament. Um you know, maybe not chaos you uh, you do see a lot of demons, but you definitely see a lot of undead potential like vamps. And oh stuff. yeah, yeah. 100%. so you just if you roll those ones up, waste of time. Yeah, yeah. Doom of Darkness is interesting. Being able to take three leadership off mm. um, if you manage to get a panic check or even yeah terror test with a griffin like that that would be using twelve up to cast is <laughs> a bit <laughs> bit of a steep yeah steep ask. Yeah, um, I don't think. Yeah. And again, depending on the game you're playing, if it's narrative and stuff, there'd be some cool uses for this law. But um, mm. yeah, not not as well, a generic tournament one. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. well, you got the same um, the same problem with the uh, undead and demons. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> so, having been through the law scene, what would be your top three picks? Um, well, I mean, heavens for me. Um, yeah, me too. I think Heavens is ver- versatile. Yep. I like Fire as well. I think that yeah. you're just yeah. always going to get useful stuff out of that. Um, even, yeah, I fire, do, but I, you know what? I would metal. like to play around with Metal and, and even mm. Light, just to have a play around with them, but I wouldn't think they're, yeah. they're not my top. They're just Did you say Life or Light? No, I said Light. Just, uh, light, yeah. Uh, okay. After we went through yeah. it a little bit, I went, oh, there's a couple. If there's... you rolled up the right ones. Yeah. Um. Just because it's, I, I'm looking at them from more of a point of view of um, uh, fairly low casting values too, and life. Yeah, and they mostly are low. Right. Obviously, um, heavens is not so low now. I'm looking at the rule book and it looks low, but I have to remember mm. that it's it's been bumped up there. Yeah, it all got bumped um, up. Yeah. No, I think you're right. If 
because as much as the number one spell's not that useful, most of the other spells seem to be like I feel like you'd you'd get some function out of them. Mm, so yeah. you know, as long as you roll the, I mean, the healing one maybe it'd come in handy, but I don't know. Just I'm, just, <laughs> I'm dubious about it. And the rest of them all seem like they you'd find some function with them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even you got that one. Is it reduced by movement and its weapon skill and ballistic reduced to one? So you've got that blinding light in there as well, which is interesting. Um, hmm. Oh, well, mm. we'll have to see. There's there's nothing there, but that's like a like you're really saying like auto include and no. there's no massive game changes like you know ape. Sometimes you just had those. I remember oh, for Empire, was... there was a few that were just, the, you know, the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it was just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, Josh threw his pit of shades at me and just destroyed my <laughs> dwarf unit. Like, it completely destroyed it. And, <laughs> like, there's... I don't think there's too much that can really I, eat a unit. I feel um, like it's the second time you brought that up on this yeah, no, podcast. I feel like it's caused some deep that, psychological that, trauma to you. That, that was it. It was just game over. It was game over at that point. I'm just like, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, good game. Good game. Yeah. But you've heard, you, I, I've heard about um, Pit of Shades on a few guys, like um, uh, one of the guys, what did he have? I think Lizards. And he had a Pit of Shades, and that just destroyed his life as well. Because <laughs> yeah. it's initiative test, isn't it? Is that Peter Shades? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, right. So, yeah. It's yeah. not in this one, though, was it? It's in. Uh, nah, this one. Was was um, Peter Shades. I think it puts you in a in a hole or something. And you get some damage, yeah. but it's just in a roll of oh, one. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not. Three. You're stuck all. in it for a turn. Or yeah, something? yeah, no, yeah. It's not, it's not that bad. It's not yeah. like no armor save allowed, and you're just Dead. sucked into a hole. And I think um, you can get like the five inch. The big template as well. Mm. Um, there was a couple of those in those later editions, and they're just like, just, just crazy. Like, really. Yeah, they had yeah. a bunch of like, yeah. I think there were maybe three or four number six spells in eighth that were like, yeah, initiative or characteristic test of the whole unit. Um, yep. I think Dweller, Dwellers Below was a strength test. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, can't quite remember the top of my head of the other. It's been so long since I played eighth. The purple sun, um, purple sun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> nice. But that was yeah. initiative two, wasn't it? Was it purple sun? I can't or was remember. it just a maybe a toughness? I can't remember. Oh, maybe. Um, yeah. uh, but they were designed to counter the massive Death Star units. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was a yeah. weird. It was just it went uh, arms race almost. Yeah, arms yeah. race exactly. That's the yeah. word I was looking for. Just yeah. a weird way of balancing the game. Yeah, much rather just not have Death Stars and also not have massively powerful spells, right? <laughs> yeah, but if you try yeah. to sell models, it was an interesting thing. And they, I like, I yeah. do rate the look of an eighth edition um, army. That was different podcasts talk about it, I guess, because that's one thing. Which you know, with the old world, and they're talking about you know wide units sometimes and stuff. I do like the look of look of it, but um, yeah, coming back to six, you sort of do appreciate that it's a little bit more about getting in combat and. You know, and positioning and fighting, and not just yeah. throwing the things off the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about you know setting up your movement so that you're not stranded or mm. yeah. But and also, eighth just made it a little bit easy to have these really powerful units. You know, reforming around, shifting around, and you know, yeah. running into next combats, getting multiple combats a turn, and um, yeah, yeah. And that fed into why the Death Star approach was so effective. Yeah. Not true. Oh, cool. 
We'll have to do that in another episode though, like what we liked about eighth, what we like about six, what we don't like. It'll be interesting to do that for, almost for our own comparative uh, sort of estimate of what yeah, we'd like to see in the old world. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, cool. Let's get on. Sorry, people. Well, let's get on to smashing through the actual army list sort of organization. Um, not We've already gone through all the you know units, but um, just in terms of, where they sit in the army list in terms of the seg- sections, lords, heroes. Um, and then I think with that, um, then we can start talking about how we'd build potentially different armies. So let's do that. So lords, I mean, the, I guess you've got three choices and I guess the two choices you have to make, I mean, there is three choices, but, um, you know, as in elector count, you've got an elector count, which is giving you a leadership nine. Yep. The Templar Grandmaster, still leadership nine, but I mean, just psychology, especially and his unit if he goes in one. Um, and a wizard lord, leadership eight. So, I mean, what's your first thoughts about a lord there? And I'm guess you're assuming, I don't know, should I be assuming we're doing a 2000 point here? Or I'm, yeah, 2000 yeah. points. Yeah, let's just do that because it makes us choose one. Um, I guess Absolutely. to me, what do you what do you well, see in there? I feel there like and... immediately jumps out is that going for a wizard lord is a major concession for the leadership bubble. Yeah, yeah. going to leadership eight and losing that leadership nine bubble is uh, a major problem uh, for a relatively low leadership army that doesn't have much immune psychology. Yeah, yeah. I agree, and then I also think um, I don't know, just skimming through the magic laws like we did. Oh, I don't know. They're hard. Hard pressed to think why I want four spells from one of them, apart from, you know, I've got more chance of getting a good spell. But there's no, there wasn't any in there where I'm like, I have to get that spell to make my yeah. my, my my army work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And the cost, the cost is slight. You said to to get that, it's quite disproportionate. Yeah, yeah. So I I agree. I'd be kind to get true level twos and um, go for a. Elected count or or a grandmaster. Mm. So I guess that becomes your hard choice then of, you know, which yeah. one. Yeah, and that feeds into how you build your army. Do you go more knight heavy? Yeah. Because I feel yep. like you probably would if you're gonna if you're gonna do the grandmaster. Grand yeah, that's what you go for. Um, yep. Whereas a elected count, it's more leading the the tr- the the troops on foot. Yeah, yep. a little bit more static sort of army. That makes sense. Cool. And then heroes, you've got four. Uh, we already talked about the battle wizard, which is just, you know, your level one or level two. Uh, we've talked, you got the master engineer, which we've talked about in the, um, in the, just the army part, uh, a warrior priest. And then you've just got the captain, which can be the BSB. Um, and that's about it. So they're the only four, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, that warrior priest is pretty, we're talking about that the other day, weren't we? Yeah. Uh, Gomo. It's yeah. Quite, quite expensive, really. I suppose what you're getting out of it. Yeah, I think it's just. I mean, my the downer that I've realised coming back from eighth to six is just it's not. You know, he's only buffing a, a model. Yeah. Or a character or himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except for uh, which one is it? It's one of the prayers. Oh, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, the ones that you actually want, I feel like. Yeah. You know, it sort of loses a bit of power. Or, or to just get one dispel dice, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a yeah, shame. I agree. Um, and yeah, I feel like I feel like the way that the you know, army structured, you know, you, you you're choosing a fighty lord, either the master or the count. You're probably going to take two wizards. Yep. And then you really only got one more character choice left. Yep. Yeah. So then you kind of like yeah, you might go for 
Priest, but it really, I think most people go for a captain, maybe on a Pegasus, I suppose, but mm-hmm. yeah. I'd love to try an engineer if I was going to roll an army. Oh, I know. It's fr- oh, no, I was just doing one before, <laughs> but I've, I've, that's exactly right. I've got five characters in it at the moment. I'm like, hmm, which one do I drop? Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. No, well, okay. That's cool. Um, we talked obviously a lot about the core. So, I mean, the biggest, when you look at points here, you've got obviously Halberdiers and Spearmen at six. They're the cheap ones. I think we talked about Swordsman just being that much better because of Weapon School and Initiative four. Yeah. You've got a bump of points at seven. Yeah. Um, I guess the cheapest you have is your free company in terms of combat. Uh, free company. So they're the guys that end up with two, basically two attacks. Is that right? Yeah, they've got two, two hand, hand weapons. weapons. Yeah. 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 So can't do any damage, can't fight because they're all weapons skill three and strength three, but, you know, double the attacks. So, yeah, maybe. It's interesting. Maybe you see. Yeah. Um, can they be. <laughs> Very faint praise, interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> it's... Can they even be. I'm just looking, where's the rules here? Can they what be parent units or anything? Uh, I think they, they can were, be parent yeah, detachments. No. Detachments, no. yeah. They can they? be detachments, but yeah. Okay. They're not a state troop. They're not, they don't yeah. have the um, respect of the of the local authorities. That's nah. right. Uh, that, this is the problem with the detachment. You just be worried about taking wounds, I suppose. Well, you know, there's just no armor. <laughs> it's like, like, you got light armor, um, but yeah. yeah. They don't even come with light armor. No, no, nah, extra gotta, point, yeah. extra yeah, point to shell out for the uh, light armor. Yeah, I'm not sure you would. Yeah, I feel like you, yeah, you're having against, them, but yeah. most of the detachments. I feel like you just have enough in there so that they have to take off maybe three models to cause a 25 percent, you know, panic check. You know, yeah. that's probably what I'd be aiming for. Um, maybe so nine might be a good number because if you go for eight, all you have to do is two wounds and, and you are checking your panic. Yeah. Yeah, my feeling, and they're quite cheap, so you can easily get to that number without having to have yeah. a massive outlay. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. What about hand? I mean, handgunners are obviously state troops, so they could have detachments and stuff. But yeah, would you be going handgunners over crossbowmen most of the time, or mm. like is the thirty-inch range that worth it? Given that you get a D six extra range on your handgunners for the first turn, potentially. Um. I I feel like you could go either way a little bit. I am tend to go handgunners more because they do also get the um armor piercing. Yeah, yeah, well, that's um, true too. Yeah, yeah. And you do, you do get and some fun, get op- fun options for yeah. your marksman. Yes, but you can't which get is hard, a bit hard. So to why am I painting up crossbowmen? That's only because they were already undercoated. So that's fine. <laughs> I'll do my handgunners next. <laughs> I don't think. Wait, uh, crossbowmen can. I don't think they can be parent units either. Can they? No, so this no. is the that's what I was getting confused at. But so yeah. rather than put it as a rule, they've gone, hey, everything on this page on the left, at least on my screen here. Oh, the that's core true. Units, yeah, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just written in the paragraph. Most of the like, militia troops. How about you yeah, just yeah, give yeah. them a rule called state state troops? God's yeah. sake. This so is you can different. throw three little extra handgunners um with your sniper or your um repeater. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think they're well. Yeah, that's, yeah, so that's a good way to do it. worth trying more it. more utility, yeah. yeah. And if you want some crossbowmen in there, you could just put like a little five-man detachment of crossbowmen off the handgunners. Yeah, that's if true, you really, yeah. really want some, if you paid us some <laughs> up and you're like, oh, I've got to have them in there. Yeah, that's 
Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, well. Um, interestingly, the crossbows, because they're the, the ones I have are the more, I guess, the most newest crossbows. They're a little bit more detailed than the old 6th edition handgunners. You'd, I'd smash through those 6th edition handgunners, I think, because there's yeah, not yeah. much on them. Um, and then you just got the archers as the only other core unit, and they're eight points as well. Um, mm. And obviously they have that huntsman option. So one of them can be uh, basically oh, scouting. Yep. A scouting unit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zero to yeah. one, which I think is a really – probably quite an, an important function in the army. Yeah, yeah just to, to get something up, a little bit up further to get in the way of stuff, yeah. Totally. Yeah, scout skirmish yeah. is great, especially yeah, for shooting. Yeah. I agree. I mean, there's very little other flying or, you know, high mobility yeah. units really. So yeah. having something you can scout and get into the back line and just annoy things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really valuable. And I think even just archer detachments, just not Huntsman ones, but regular ones, probably do have a little bit of a role in that, you know, they're mm. just highly maneuverable skirmishes that you can just push up and almost be just a road bump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. they're only 40 points. Yeah. Um, you can just push them in any direction. And I don't think detachments will cause any panic either if they get destroyed, right? No, they don't. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, sorry. We do have more core, just the knights. Yeah, yes. we've got the knights. So we have the. Uh... Great core, but great core. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huge, huge range. Yeah. So you've got the knight, normal knightly orders, uh, 23 points a model for a one-up. Uh, is that yet? Yeah, it's one-up one save, save base. Yep. 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 Um, and then you just got the two-up save knights of the white. Well, if you can take one of them, um, they're 25 points. So they basically just got that cav hammer, hmm. full plate armor. No shield, so no you drop to two-up save. Yep. Yeah. That's still bit. good, but like it's... Uh... I like the cav hammer because it's going to be, especially if you're going like knights in a circle. I mean, you're going to be looking at a, uh, what a five Check base, six, and then a five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like that's, like that's good. Um, yeah, initiative's not fantastic. Like against anything, but obviously elves, there's a good chance you're going to be going first. Um, obviously you're going to get the charge. I yeah, I rate it for core. I reckon it's fantastic. Yeah, it's good for core. I just, I guess, um, are you hoping generally, I mean, generally when you charge with your knights, you want to sort of break, you know, hit and break. But I guess in this edition where outnumbering, although again, you should, you know, you want to be breaking the things on the charge, I guess. But if you don't, then obviously that does, that cav hammer comes, you know, in useful for sure. Yeah. And then yeah. also the other consideration, if you're stuck in combat, is whether you want the two up or the one up save as well yeah. um because yeah you're losing that point of strength but you're getting a bit of extra durability too so it's like yeah which one is going to be more useful in a protracted combat i don't know yeah yeah depends who you're fighting it so like if you're fighting a yeah. strength three thing it doesn't matter absolutely um yeah. but yeah yeah that's it if they can't hear you back then <laughs> <clears throat> no i mean that's the thing you got a lot of choice here and obviously that depends on how you want to build your that sort of thing it comes down to how you're going to build your army yeah. you've got a Good different ways of doing it. Um, and then special, we have four, well, really only two choices, like in terms of like troops as such as uh, zero to one great swords, which are obviously one of the best in the game. 12 points a model. They've got weapon skill four as well, but obviously got the great, uh, great weapon, but also stubborn. So 
Yeah, Sub on the leadership eight yeah. base as well, which is which yeah. is nice. Yeah. Full plate armor is fantastic. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, Pistoliers are at nineteen points, um, and then obviously you can upgrade to those repeater handguns, repeater pistol. So yeah, some more fast cav getting around there, um, and also you know on the charge doing a bit of damage too. Doing quite a bit of damage, really. Mm. Two strength yeah. four armor piercing attacks each. Yeah. Um, actually, and then if you equip the marksman with the, is it yeah, the which the, one is it? Oh, it's any repeated- of them. The repeater pistol, I think, is the one. Is the one with the plus three. Yeah, it gives you three, three three, four, and then also you can all your additional own. base attack yeah. as well. Like that's so. Like okay. I feel like that's it's actually a really good unit. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you choose the right moment, you obviously can't just charge into anything. Yes. But yeah. hitting something on a flank or charging a light light unit, I think yeah, they they could do more damage than most of your typical fast cav, like by a significant yeah. way. Yeah. yeah, and you can shoot in any direction, so it's like, that's that's a good thing with fast cab, like, you know, you don't, obviously it's fast cab, so it can just, like, go wherever it wants, but, you know, you can kind of just do all sorts of shenanigans and position them anyway, and they can basically shoot just anywhere. Yeah, um, yeah I reckon it's a, it's a great unit. I've got three of them. I should uh, paint them up, eh? <laughs> three, three. Three units three or, or five? three guys? Oh, three units. No, three units. I've three got units. one painted oh, up. I've got one painted up and then I found I've got five that I've put together but I haven't painted and I've got a box that's totally un, like not boxed, like not undone. So I, I don't know where I, I can't remember when I was buying them for or what I was buying them for. Are there any of them outriders or are they all um, uh Yes. One, so, no, they're all pistolies that have been built, but I guess the ones that's in the box, maybe that's what I did. Maybe I bought some a box to make them into outriders. Yeah, the yeah. eighth. That's probably Which what I think happened. Is, I think Outriders came in in seventh. I think for the first time. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think I and saw. it's in one of those white boxes that I must have got special order, or whatever. From G-Dub. So um, the rule for um, fast cab, where you can reform and move and whatnot after, is that only if you voluntarily flee? Yeah, from a charge. Okay, so if you panic and it doesn't count. No. If you panic and reform, no. Yeah, if you panic and reform, you just rally like normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got, uh, so we've got Great Cannon and Mortar, which we did talk about. Um, so, yeah, get a, you know, a solid special as well. I mean, like all of them can be used. I mean, the Mortar is probably the most um, debatable, that you, just in terms of first thing to get cut potentially. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Fair enough. Partial Great mortar. cannon's good. Like, no, yeah. I, don't, I haven't tried it yet. I mean, that's the thing. I do want to try it in uh, six yeah. with that massive template, partials and, yeah. In eighth, was it a five-inch template in eighth or was it a three? can't remember. But, <laughs> but I think it was strength two, wasn't it? You probably it? never used it. I think it, it was five. Nah, I think oh, it was strength two. Right. Maybe it was five-inch template, but strength two. Oh, maybe? strength two only, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, sorry, I was going to say, with a great cannon, like, obviously – the dwarf cannon, you only like D three wounds, Ross. Great cannon, you got your D six. Mm. It's just, I just like it for the fact that you can, you know, it's not only a monster hunter, but it, it's a good chance you're going to be taking out a war machine in one hit, yeah. um, if the dice play the game yeah, and get true. you hit in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Misfire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. no, good. Uh, and then rare um, might be a good time to bring something up in a minute, but yeah, the Hellblaster volley gun and a zero to one flagellants. So 
like we said last time, I mean, these flagellants are very interesting to take. I, I want to get them on the table too at some point because, I don't know, just the, uh, you know, the extra attack, the better toughness straight off. Um, not as, yeah, just a bit, bit more predictable than the flagellants in 7th and 8th edition. So it'd be interesting to see how they would go. Just the um, the unbreakable sort of, um, even though it's not unbreakable, but it is. <laughs> it yeah. just it gives you so much utility where you got those other stubborn units, especially like the stubborn units that can hit quite hard. So mm. where you got your great swords, you got these cav units. I just find if you've got an unbreakable unit, you know, if you can put in twenty of those, I, I've unfortunately learnt that with dwarves you've got probably 15 doesn't quite hit the mark i was literally going to ask you that man i was going to what <laughs> size unit would you take it in because i was thinking 15 but then i don't know that's they're effectively slayers aren't they technically better than yeah them. yeah not better want, but 16 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think 20 is the mark like 20 they just yeah, seem 20. to like 15 is a bit hit and miss sometimes they live sometimes they don't that's on the charts points. Um, but I mean, well, if you're putting it away where, you know, you can guarantee if you can put it into one of the, a death star or a really good unit and you can guarantee one turn, it'll hold and mm. you can get a counter charge. Counter charge, that's mm. absolutely worth it. Yeah. Then yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Well, not even just a death star, but also just getting multi-charged by more than one unit at a time. Yeah. I feel like in six, that's probably going to be a fairly common probably more common like you don't see that many death stars you know mm. yeah well oh you know that well the scary the scary unit you know yeah so, so the only thing that i don't know if it's the best so that's the army list there i i would like to bring up the steam tank because i feel Wait, like that did we talk about the volley gun oh or... sorry i just went volley gun and flagellants we oh okay sorry, sorry. but yep. yes it's there 125 it is there I think yeah. we sort of discussed it a little bit in the last episode anyway. Yeah, we did, yeah. So it's one of those rare ones that I think, um, you know, I think you'd definitely see it on the table, but then yep. it's like anything. Do you want to take that risk or not? And yeah. are you building the army different, you know? You don't mm. want it, so. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Anyway, what were you? Oh, I was just saying the steam tank. Steamy I'd still tank almost, in this you better talk about? Oh, yeah. nothing, just in the sense that we didn't bring it up last time and it's not in the book, but it does seem to be a fairly accepted addition given the... Um, it was in the Chronicles or whatever it is. Uh, and it's just such a classic Empire device, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's been around since 4th edition. It's just weird that it wasn't put in. Yeah, almost like it was a GW style. They wanted to have something special in the first annual. Ah, uh, held off for it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, weird it's not in. It's, yeah, it's, it's 300 only... points, though, so it's a, it's a big chunk of your army if it's 2,000 points plus, you know. Your rare. Well, it's one you know, rare slot, rare isn't slot. it? Or yeah, it's only it? one rare slot. Yeah. yeah. But it basically is stopping you, you know, which one do you lose in a 2,000 point army, you know? Hellblaster. You probably drop the Hellblaster and yeah, have I'd... a steam tank if points wise. Yeah. Drop a Hellblaster any day of the week. Yeah. I feel like the general feeling is even at 300 points, it's probably undercosted for what it can yeah, do yeah. and how yeah. hard it is to kill. Um, or do you put it in instead of the flagellants because it's unbreakable, you know? Yeah, but you probably would. Mm. Yeah, I feel like if you have a steam tank, you probably don't need the flagellants. I wonder if, could you do the hell blast of Oligon, the steam tank, and then don't take a cannon? 
don't know, we're getting into mm. army building, then you have to look at what you got. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you could. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, I agree. It depends what else you got. Yeah. But there's absolutely no nothing wrong with having all three of those. Yeah, true. <laughs> and then yeah, put yeah. the mortar in as well. Yeah. I'm sure they're the mortar. Yeah. yeah, why not? Cool. Really okay. Well, that's awful. um, you know, that's the army list as such that we've got to choose from. Do we want to run through what 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 would we take? I guess in a tournament, what what were you guys thinking? I know we weren't, we didn't go out and build full army lists, but you know, if you were building up your first two thousand point empire, what 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 are the things you're going to take to try? Um, Josh, did you want to go first on that? Um, yeah. Well, do you want me to like outline an entire list or just bits of it? Uh, look, uh, I'll just I'll maybe, maybe start talking. Just start talking. <laughs> just maybe you know, maybe more of the bits that you definitely want to build around rather. Yeah. Than, you know, I mean, yeah. I if I was going to build it, I I would probably go for the archetype of a big line of of hefty infantry guys with a little bit of cav on the side. Um, and a bunch of war machines, you know. I feel like it's a very classic way of approaching um, mm-hmm. an Empire army. Um, and I'd probably build it with an elect account. Um, I'd probably give him, I'd probably put him in like a big unit as, of either swordsmen or, or spearmen if I felt was feeling fluffy. Um, and I give those spearmen Banner of Griffin and have a couple of attachments of halberders so that like a big block of like 25 like swordsmen, sorry, or spearmen. Um, and then I'd probably go like, 10 units of halberds each side or something like that. Right. Just okay, really so you'd chunky. Go, so you'd go the halberds versus, say, handgunners or something. So you're going in for the combat and counter Absolutely. I think, yeah, okay. I think you get more value out of that than the little bit of stand and shoot that you get. Um, and I feel like going for two is going to more reliably make mean that you're going to get at least one of them into a flank. Because yep. I feel like yep. getting a flank charge with a detachment is absolutely critical. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you might get one redirected or you might get one panicked away. Um, and if you've got one that's a co- co- close combat and one being a, a missile unit, um, yeah, you might lose a close combat one and you don't have a flame charge anymore. Um, I don't know. So I feel like going hard hard with the halberds. And I feel like I go for halberds over free company for detachment for a unit of yeah, swordsmen or spearmen because I feel like if you're going like free company, that's just more strength three attacks. So yeah, yeah. I feel like the halberds on the charge going straight four, it might give just a bit more of extra penetration for something that your your just main block is struggling with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I probably give the electric count in that unit, like I give him the speculum because I feel like that's what ah, he's designed right, cool. for. Absolutely, okay. awesome. Because he's only he's only three attacks, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so if he's coming up against a lord, um, you can swap him out. You can give the three attacks to the opponent's lord, you know, and he yeah. can take the four or five, you know, get the strength buff if he's up against something nasty. Um, uh, and then I don't, I'm not sure how I'd build his the rest of his setup really. Like I was thinking maybe great weapon with the armor and rhetoric iron for a one-up. Yeah. Um, but I'm also tempted to give him the the always strikes first sword, the Sigismund sword with the extra strength on it because that unit will be charged. And for him... Mm-hmm. Even if he's not against a character that he can use the Van Horseman's, just getting the opportunity to get his three attacks in a strength five, he might kill a couple of dudes and just take out, you know, some more attacks of the charging unit before they get a chance to to strike the rest of the, the swordsmen. Um so that's that's probably how I build him. Um uh and then I'd probably also uh have a second block of big just great swords, like another sort of twenty also great swords, you know, as a second main block and maybe have a detachment of free company with them. Um, Cause I feel like 
it's the reverse, right? Like mm-hmm. there's great swords are high strength. So you just throw in some free company on the side for some just a whole lot of extra strength three attacks if they're coming up against something that's not that um, you know, resilient, I suppose. Um, yeah. uh, and for the great souls, I feel like they don't need as much help because they're stubborn. So maybe you would put in some some crossbowmen or something like that, you know. Um, but you could do double free company, I suppose. But you're just a unit of like you know eight or ten. Um, uh, and then I was other ways I I construct it would be just maybe a little unit of hand gunners with a marksman with a Hockland long rifle, just give him, <laughs> just give him some some sniping. Uh, and maybe another little detachment of, of crossbowmen off the, the hand gunners. Um, uh, I was also really keen to have an engineer with a Hochland long rifle too. Yeah. So I probably have like a battery of, of a mortar and a great cannon, a hell blaster. Um, uh, and then like uh, as much as I read in the common wisdom is like, you know, there's no point investing in a, in a master engineer. I'm like, oh. It's got to be useful, right? So, like, depending on what he's shooting, you would have him in either the problem, with the... Yeah, it comes yeah. down to that issue around if you've taken him, you're basically probably going just one battle wizard then? Well, I or haven't gone for a captain. You haven't gone a captain. Okay, no. yeah, okay. So I've gone for two wizards and a master engineer. Yeah, okay. So yeah. so two Hawks and Long Rifles in the army, um, which I feel like the more you have, the more value you're going to get from it. Because I guess the other option, pressure. if you don't have the master engineer, it is slightly more points, but I guess you are getting some shots out of it. Is mm. you know two units of I guess handgunners each with a. That's how you could get two hot ones in, but it is it's well I'm just looking at it here. It's thirty points. It would be twenty five. It'd be a hundred and twenty points. Um, to have yeah a unit handgunners with a Hawkland in it. Oh, okay. Mine's saying 105, yeah. so I don't know what I'm looking at there. Why has it done that for? Eight points. It's probably just wrong, wrong here. Ten by eight. No, no, it's just not adding up right on mine by the look of it. Have you got the Hawkland rifle in there? It's, uh... Yeah, it's selected, but it's not for some reason. Because it's 100 oh, no, for it's, the... It's only five points for the marksman, and then you add 20, so that's 25 for the marksman. That's eight points for a hand gunner. Oh, sorry. I had some command going on here. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally added some command without realizing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's really so, interesting. Yeah, so it's 105 versus 75, but you're not getting that potential. Well, actually, yeah, if you're using the Hocklin, you're not using your reroll ability anyway for your other well, that's, stuff. That's how the rule works, though. So it's only, So you have the opportunity to use a reroll first. Oh, okay. Yes, and if because you, you're firing them first. Yeah, yes. and then if you choose not to use the reroll, then, you then you're allowed yep. to shoot. Yep, that's fair yeah. enough. Well, I don't know. Yeah. So in, yep. Okay. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, that's cool. I think that's most of it. I think I had yeah, you know, pistoliers and some huntsmen. Um, and yeah, two level twos going. And I gave one. I think I felt like I would go maybe fire on one and heavens on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I gave one the Doomfire Ring, which is just a nice bounce spell to put a bit more yep. pressure on. Um, and I wanted to use the Rod of Power as well, which is the one that lets you save dice from previous magic phases. Yeah. Um, which I think it'd be a good buff. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't, oh, I could probably fit it a spell scroll in now that I've uh, taken off that, <laughs> that unit of, of unnecessary <laughs> command that I accidentally put on the handgunners. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's pretty much the, the list that I was thinking of. Just some, yeah, big chunky blocks and um, counter charges going on and, and a good amount of, of shooting. Oh, I like it. Nice. Bit of thought behind it, more so than mine, but yeah, sounds good. 
What did uh did, did you have something in mind, Colin? It was pretty close. The only thing I'd be I was gonna I'm going electric count as well. Um, yeah. but I was as I said I was playing around with the that that I want to have a I want to play around with the Pegasus. So I've ended yeah. up going captain. So that's when I was literally before this, I had the five characters in there trying to work out what to do. But just as we talked through the army list before, that's when I decided, oh, bugger, I'll drop the master engineer and I'll just get the extra hand yeah. gunners. So I I'm feel... playing, paying a little more price for the yeah. Auckland, but it's just for fun. Yeah, I feel like the the yeah, utility you get from a captain on Pegasus, could argue, probably is going to be a lot more useful than the, than the master engineer. So but then the again, right the, just I'm trying to, I mean, I didn't really, I just added like, what I added to it, uh, sort of might or so. I was just playing around, adding a little bit of magic items just for the points. I don't know what yeah. what I was actually going to look at yet. Um, so currently, he's just a, you know, what, what would what would be his save? So four up, three up with a shield, and then you still get the X. So it's two up. Is that right on the peg? Two up for what? Ah, uh, for the captain. Yeah, but sorry, what was four, the last three. bit you were saying? Like to go from three up to two up. Yeah, is that does he get one for being mounted? Is that no? Is, no, so that's, that's a monster. monster. Yeah, okay. So there's only a three up. Yeah, yeah so there's three up. So unless you gave him armor, rhetoric, iron, or a stand, yeah, enchanted right, shield. Okay. Yeah, so I hadn't gone down um, any of the magic items yet, as such. I just put one magic weapon on him just to add some points to it. But yeah, okay, I'll have to play around with that. But I mean, I, I still would like. I think I liked using. A Pegasus in eight, so it'd be cool just to have that again. Just going back to the point about mobility, you know, just having something that can get around, and he's going to take some focus as well as the Huntsman can be around somewhere just to annoy people. Um, Would you be tempted to give him the Worm Slayer sword? The highly situational. That wins anything on a four up. <laughs> I was thinking about that one we were talking about, though. The uh, oh god, I can't remember which one. I was Is that mentioning the plus two strength one. But yeah, potentially. Is that what it was? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Or the sword. Um, uh, the 40 point. Actually, one. you could probably the get one that, that. What's the one where you a... hit on twos? Uh, right what of steel. That? That's How 45 much was that, points. Though? I feel like the plus two strength one is probably being 40 points means you can still fit in the enchanted shield. Yeah, okay. Yes, yeah, so yeah. it's probably better. It, again, it depends what you're trying to take out with it, eh? But um, yeah. Hmm. That movement just helps you kind of stay like the movement so far. You can kind of pick your battles or, you know, to a certain degree, yeah. pick what's going to be attacking you back. Um, so you can get away with a bit of a a lesser save, I suppose. Um, not against True. every army, but there's a good chance that, you know, you can kind of keep them out of trouble. Yeah, right. What's the one plus? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll definitely. So, I, so effectively, then, yeah, two level twos, um, and then that captain, two handgunner units, a huntsman. Sorry, what was that? What lawsuit was you going to go for? Uh heavens, and then I don't know. I was probably going to play with light or something like that. Oh, cool. Um. Then yeah, I mean, well, to be honest, I originally had. Well, I've got the swordsman and great swords on this list, but I, originally I was playing around with just what I had, which was bloody a massive unit of spearmen because that's all I had. But then I have switched it out for what I would eventually have, which is twenty-five swordsmen and I think it was twenty. Actually, I did do twenty-five and twenty-five for the great swords as well. But I have no idea really about sizes yet. I have to think about that. Yeah, I feel like they should be at least I don't know, at least twenty-four to twenty-five. Just you like. 
What did you use? How big was the units of? I did 25 for the swordsman and then 20 for oh, the 20. great swords. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think great swords would just be something that I'd end up moving that number around based on how much points I'd left, I think. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they're, they're their ranks aren't, aren't quite as important. Um, yeah. Whereas if, the unit, if you're putting a griffin stand, griffin banner on the swordsman, swordsman if, if yeah, you are doing got. that, yeah. making sure they're max ranks I think is absolutely vital. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, I mean, going to some of the strategy on that too is one of the things I liked in that battle tactic thing is it's a bit tricky to pull off, I guess, but sort of using your detachment as a, as a, I guess not so much, a, I think they might have called it diverter, but, you know, the idea in sixth where you can't, re, you can only redirect to a previously unseen target. Yeah, a target that it was no, wasn't an a, a vibe like an option before the target. Went. Yeah, so it, it does mean you can sort of put your detachment in a way that's just on the edge of the charging unit. So they'd either have to wheel around that to charge your parent one, but yeah. you've obviously got to be far enough out that there's a chance they're going to fail. Otherwise, they're going to have to charge your detachment instead. And if, if you flee with a detachment, then they can't redirect into your parent unit and therefore Oh, because they can in. see it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just... It was viable. I didn't realize it was only visual. Right. Well, it's still a viable target to charge that because oh, they still might be able to wheel around, but that, that extra, basically what they're saying is position in a way that, and it's a, they said you have to practice it because you have to get it right. They could wheel to get to your, to get over to your parent unit, but it's, you want to be far enough that that wheel's going to like make it a failed charge or oh. very close to a failed charge. So then they wouldn't want to take that. And instead, they either don't charge or they charge your detachment, and then you flee with the detachment. Does it? Does that mean that when you flee, you? How do I put this? <laughs> so if you have a, if you're out of charge range, and then you're essentially brought into charge range because you flee, and therefore they don't have to wheel as far. Does that mean it? potentially becomes then a viable target if it was actually out of charge range when the skirmishes were in the way. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. Isn't it? Wouldn't it? You've got to do it all. Like they're viable. They're both a viable target, I guess, is what you need to position them as before they declare their charge. Yeah, but if, they're, if they have to wheel so far that they're out of charge range, are they still considered a viable target? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I use it. I, yeah, it's weird because it's, it's about guessing the ranges of that type of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be very hard to pull off, but it looked interesting. Though, yeah, it's, it is interesting. You sort of think, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, you can just. Um, deep, deep six edition tactics, that. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, so, and then, yeah, basically the same as you, Josh. And then, but I've got rare, I've got Hellblaster and Flagellant at the moment. But that's when I went, oh, I need a steam tank. So I hadn't fit around with that yet. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a, I think, a big chunk of points to squeeze into the list. <laughs> yeah, but the only thing is, like, I think legitimately the first list I do up will be mostly what I have. So I will probably end up, it depends when me and Andrew get a game in, but um, I'd probably want to put, oh, yeah. I'd probably put the steam tank in over the Flagellants because I don't have them painted. And then I probably would just have to go with some normal state troops. And I know it's not, you know, it's not a 
ideal army, but that's what I've got painted up just to get a bit of a feel for. Yeah. I feel like you don't lose that much by going for spearmen over swordsmen. I mean, yes. Well, I'd be spearmen over swordsmen and it'd be a big unit of halberdiers over great swords because that's all I've got. Oh, I see. see, Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a lot weaker. Until my my shipment arrives of reinforcements. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's okay. (laughs) I can just bring more artillery in the special section. True. A couple of cannons and a mortar. A nice big gun line. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what actually, well, you sorry. Bring... No, I'd, on, I'd probably end up bringing more core, and, but I'd have to bring a big one or two units of knights as well. Yeah, or just a yeah. steam tank. Oh, yes, and the steam tank as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, wait, who, wait, so which ga- what game is this? Um, oh, I'm just saying, we were talking about the next game we do. Maybe I'll try something different. So that's yeah. why I thought I'll bring my Empire. Yeah. Is this going to be like Empire versus High Elves or something? Is that what we're going to do? I don't know. Oh, it oh I don't know. I'll just, just have know. to. Scheming. I don't know. I'll, I'll have I mean, to sorry. delve yeah, into the box of armies. That I've got <laughs> 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 armies coming out of my wazoo. <laughs> what? Uh, um, I guess one thing I was thinking of doing, but I don't know if you'd have room for this and it probably doesn't make sense to be honest, but is having a block of knights with your elector count in that and he's in the middle and then you've got the handgun, like you've got the two different big units on either side of that. But is it, you know, should you only ever have your knights on the flanks? But I was just mm. wondering, like, could you... I don't know, depending, because it always seems like in six, like, because everything's random, you get this thing where someone tries to do a charge, and it happened to you, Josh, where you you did get one of your units into my skeletons on that game, but the other one didn't get in because he was out of range. So it feels like if you could have this unit of knights, they're almost on standby and they're a little bit back, but they're in the middle for the leadership bubble. But they're there to sort of go, okay, well, if someone gets too close, then I got an option to charge, but if not, I'll just hang back. Um, but the, you know, but you have to be in the middle yeah. for your leadership bubble. That's the same problem. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, because I I, sure, I forgot to mention I did have a unit of inner circle knights in my list as well. Yeah, yeah, I totally skipped over yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just how big, like a five or just a five? Eight, because yeah, so I don't more on the. Do you do you? Benefit that much from having the left account in the unit of knights? Nah, like, uh, I feel yeah. like just having him on the flank and hitting a nice flank charge is going to give enough. you more value. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I sort of, mm. I guess I was thinking too, is like what I tend to have felt, and I've only played Tomb Kings in it, is like how many people go into a big unit with your general and all that? to fight like i don't know like i yeah. feel like if you buff this unit these units up i've got griffin stand and i've got all this stuff and someone's gonna go Fuck, i'm not going into it <laughs> so well the good yeah. thing with i think the way that army's constructed is it's pretty um compact and it's got a lot of firepower yeah so they have which to. means they have to engage with you yeah 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 um, and if they're not going into that unit of the electric yeah. with the, I mean, electric not that scary the... anyway. It's not a vampire. Yeah. It's, not, no, that, no, it's totally. not that scary. Yeah. It's either that or the stubborn block of greatswords. Yes. So well, you, you can have all this got... stubborn stuff as well. And it's like, well, at the end of the day, you've got to go on at something as well, don't you? Yeah. So yeah, true. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. So I feel like the way they, yeah, I'd feel like they, that unit by itself could totally be handled, but it's the detachments that get you. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's because, I mean, you're already with the Griffin. 
what you're up plus you've got six already you've got a standard you've got seven you probably yeah. outnumber so you're eight yeah. and then if you break their assuming your detachments get in you've broken detach- their their rank bonus too yeah so that's, essentially that's the goal extra three yeah. and then you get a flank bonus as well yes um, and then you get, so yeah. a massive a massive differential there for them to overcome yeah um, so i feel like whoever's playing you would do their best to well the way i'd approach it would be get, trying to get rid of the detachments. Get rid of the detachments. Absolutely, yeah. that'd be the priority. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Either redirect. You probably, I probably try to panic one with shooting, and then if I get rid of one, like as a Bretonian, I'd be redirecting the other one with some yeoman, and some then I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, and then I could just charge into just the, go in. the main. Yeah, unit. yeah, yeah. That's that's how I try to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you be taking, uh, Andrew? I've gone completely left good. field here. That's good. <laughs> um, so either dep- depending on points, uh, I didn't I didn't look into points, but I- I've looked into probably what I think would be something that's definitely doable and definitely fun. Um, so either going a a mounted electric count or the grandmaster, uh, just depending on points, basically. Um, preferably the mounted grandmaster um, coming into a captain uh, on peg as well um, for some back sort of game shenanigans um, <laughs> plus utility. He's not a stupid amount of points. Like you could throw together, I think, a decent captain for probably 120, 130 points. That's going to be pretty dangerous in your back line or a flank. Um, and then probably looking at, uh, two battle wizards, both mounted, um, possibly a level two, level one, just depending on points again. Um, and just basically just going down core wise, um, just try to go probably handgunners, um, and archers, uh, handgunners, obviously, for the Hockland long rifle as well, just to get a bit of range, um, try and pip off a few wounds on some, you know, soft targets, I suppose. Um, would you be aiming for majors or char- like champions or what would you, what would you be prioritizing? Probably, probably, yeah. Majors, generals, BSBs would probably yep. be your, yep. your two, your two points. Um, uh going from that probably just jumping into a unit of huntsmen definitely i think huntsmen are really good um for how much they cost um like we're talking about before uh possibly a few small units of free companies just for shits and giggles um but i really wouldn't have that much infantry just go shooting um with small units uh not not too many but just enough to make the enemy come to you so you're not going to be too static um and then basically i'll just be looking at running a couple of oh, well, medium units and knights um maybe eight so again okay. it's going to be dependent on points um so either your stock standard nightly orders so that's what i was trying to work out so if you've got your um the grandmaster he says uh the units immune to psychology if he's a knight of the order of that order yeah they don't then they don't put any orders 
in this yeah. Year. That's so what it's a bit. So does yeah. he have to be with the nightly orders or any night? You know, I was a little bit. I think it's different. I think the only one that would make difference is if you had, if you had an order of the White Wolf. Yeah, one has to be because they're talking to the inner yeah. circle, the White Wolf one. But they're the only ones that are in this book. Whereas I think there was those other. Because you know, yeah, you upgrade the nightly orders to the, the inner others. circle somewhat. Uh, I think yeah. inner circle's not an order. That's just no. Yeah, yeah I think upgrade. I think by default it just makes him. I think the orders in this book are seen as fluffy, but there, as I said, yeah. there yeah. are there are rules they release later. But yeah, yeah. Well, basically, just try and yeah, it just comes down to points. But it would be nice having him in with Knights of the White Wolf. But obviously, just a yeah. Knights but you can, order. can't you? If you, just, if he gives them the immune for sight, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, and then basically, sure. I was thinking of just running two units of pistoliers with the mages with the pistolier unit, mm-hmm. um, right. and then running the repeater handgun mm-hmm. in the pistoliers, and probably have them close to the knights, trying to take out chaff and or. That's the thing. If you got knights coming up against knights, a unit of pistoliers is going to be really, really damaging with its AP against a knight unit. Um, so they could just basically hang out in the flanks um, a bit and just try and um, get the the enemy to come to you uh, with your shooting and basically have these knights um, probably more heavy on a single flank. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I thought that would be pretty fun. You can maybe have some flagellants, like a small block is, as well. Um, I, I think they're really good, the flagellants. Um, but yeah, yeah that, nice that was sort of, I played a, a similar, this is ninth age, a guy who was a little bit more MSU, um, not not full MSU, um, but he just had pistoliers and these um, arch units. And by turn three, the amount of wounds that were starting to add up, I was dwarves, mm. unfortunately, so it took me a while to get across the board. Mm. But man, that they just, you know, two, three wounds on all these different units and then three you know three turns in you're eight or nine bodies down on all these units it just yeah. and then the knights can take them out yeah and, it yeah, really yeah. starts to add I up it's, it's <laughs> ringing a bell i think that might be why i bought more pistoliers back when i was playing knights in the early part of it because they were better than because eight they weren't great i don't think i can't remember um, nah well yeah it's just points. you got the repeaters in there a lot that's yeah. Yeah, just, you know, it's it's doing some damage. Plus, I think something like that would be quite fun. Um, it's a little bit, as far as I know, probably out of the meta, so mm. you're not going to have a lot of massive counters to it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a dance as well with all your units, like everything in 6th, <laughs> the dance. Um, but, yeah, nah, I thought that would be pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, one of the ideas was I was thinking of, yeah. I mean, did you end up with two? Sorry, I missed the, you had the white wolf one you were wanting to get. Would you have, was there another unit of knightly orders as well? So, one? yeah, the, yeah. the preference would be having two, probably eight, eight unit knight. Yeah, but one but of them in a yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah, so one okay. one more strong. Um, so basically, you're going to have a stronger flank and a, a weaker flank. But um, yeah, I, I think just having that, um, utility on both sides is going to be hard to counter. Whereas mm. 
if you've only got one strong unit, you know where it's going. So it's like, you know, you can kind of turn your army to face or shoot that way. Ross, if you kind of got two two blocks going up either side, um, mm. it it's a little bit more unpredictable with sort of when and how you're going to move. What about... What about oblique line though? Like you know, put both of them on one side. Put your well, you can do that as well. Yeah, yeah. To hold the other with just and then, and then sort of sweep around. You know. Yeah, it, it'd be all up to you know terrain. Ter- terrain's yeah. going to be a big yeah, one with cavalry like, and who you're yeah. up against. Um, yeah. Hmm. yeah, I think there's just a lot of utility and a lot of um, options with having that sort of, and obviously you. If you've got that much shooting, you're sort of forcing them with your cavalry. They don't have to go in. They can just mm. sort of sit back. You've got your pistoliers there. You've got everything else shooting. And the cav's just kind of just sitting there just waiting for the right yeah. moment. Um, it would be interesting just, yeah, basically great swords is your big unit. Um, everything else, call one up, save cav, and then pistoliers. And just, yeah. like, it's like your lowest armor saves a four up with your big block of great swords. It's like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, cool. Okay. Where do yeah. we want to go? What about um? Do you want to hit just sort of the alternate? Uh, there's only two special characters in this. I don't. I'm not really interested in those guys. Um, I don't know if you guys are, but do you want to just oh, touch yeah, on the great, different yeah. army lists that you could have? Like, I think sometimes they're oh, interesting. We should probably follow. Yeah, the cult. Or the ah uh, well, it's in there, uh, but in the actual back of the army book, there's a couple oh, of different yeah. versions. Um, I thought the so the emperor's guard is almost the same. Well, it was oh, this wasn't the, this is the one that confused me because I kept talking about either the Reich Marshal or the Wizard Lord. <laughs> I was like, who's the Reich Marshal? And there is no yeah. person in there, so that one got a bit confusing. Um, so that's called the emperor's guard. Um. And that's saying unless Carl Franz himself is leading it, it's like Carl Franz isn't a special character. I mean, he's added in another yep. book, but it's just like, what is happening? Am I missing stuff in this book or what? Um, so th- this one, I guess you can technically, is this right? You can have a wizard lord, but you could still have a uh, magic banner on your state troops. Is that what they're saying? Because usually it has to be an elector count, I think, to get that. Um yeah, so one one yeah. regiment. And yeah. you must have the Reeks Guard, which is funny because they're not there is no Reeks Guard listed as a knightly order, are they? <laughs> like it's yeah, not, not even in, in the, the book. Not in the army book. It's so yeah. confusing. But you can put great swords, obviously, in core. And up to two. Up two, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. So that's an interesting um see I I don't know, like if I was playing a tournament, some of these ones are actually quite interesting. Like to throw them, throw some of these differences in. Like, yeah, two great sword units. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, and hell blasters in special. Oh yeah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. And, yeah, and then hell blasters in special. So yeah, definitely would be interesting to play around with that one. Um, I don't think you get any militia though no. in this at all, is it? No. The state troops. Interesting. Well, free companies. It's there. got free companies there. Yeah. Is it? Oh, sorry. Okay, oh, yeah. it is there. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah three companies are there. It's a sorry, yeah, I misread it. Version of it. Yeah, <laughs> missed that line entirely. The only thing they've done is move like 
one of the core units into rare, is it? And then everything else has gone up the other way. Better. Yeah. I reckon there's Much still the crazy. two two great swords. Like mm. if you've got two great swords in there and then you're getting the other, you know, the other banner, the other stubborn banner in there. It's got these three stubborn units, like Yeah. Yeah. I think the rule on this one would be you have to still paint it. You have to paint it up in uh red and blue like Carl Franz's Rex Guard. Whatever yeah. it is, so I wouldn't be able to use my Avaland army and go. Look, I've got two yeah, yeah, yeah. great swords. <laughs> caveat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got the artillery train of Nuln. So I'm assuming this one's going to be. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is so cannons and mortars yeah. are in core. Yeah, yeah it's pretty ridiculous. But you just have to have a unit of infantry for every cannon or mortar. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's, I think it's probably one of the lists that are not well thought of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think. And then all the knights have gone to rare. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not doesn't. I feel like it's not a fun playing experience. Nah. <laughs> what well, for? Who the person? Like shot uh, at. the opponent. Yeah, well, getting shot at. I, I just don't it? find. I don't find cannons and war machines or all, all that. What's scary? You know, yeah, you start adding up all these war machines. They they start costing quite a bit of money. They do, um, they do. But then, well, either way, even if they turn out to be not that powerful, it's still not going to be a very interesting game. I feel. Oh no! Nah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like planned dwarves. You just castle up in the corner. It's, just, <laughs> it's not interesting at all. And see, this Sigmarite one then is the next one. That one looks interesting, but you basically have. To- You'd have to take that Luther Husk guy. Is he the? Hang on. So now I am going back to the special character. Is Luther Husk? Yeah, he's the prophet. Yeah. So he's the only good because there is no Lord level. Um, what do they call them? Uh, warrior priests? Is there? No, they were released in another White Dwarf, I think. Right. Was it Lord or Hero? Anyway, yeah. So you cannot choose lords and engineers at all, and a warrior priest must be your general. Well, I don't want to make my warrior priest a general because he's crap, but you can take Luther <laughs> Huss and he'll count as two hero choices. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be the only viable way to do it. What's his leadership? No. He looks a bit better. Nine. Yeah, so that – I feel like you'd have to – you wouldn't be able to yeah. do it without the special character. Otherwise, it'd just be useless. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the, would the theme of the army. Yeah. yeah. That's probably how it was designed. And you got flagellants so, in core. Yeah, flagellants in core every um but you need free company for each one you do. So that's interesting. Mm, and then archers. Um and then everything else gets moved to special. So all your state troops yeah, get moved yeah. to special. Um and yeah. pistolers, mortars and cannons in red. It'd be interesting armor to see, but it wouldn't be um Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked at Luther Huss's special rules, so I wouldn't even know if he's maybe he's got some other cool buffs. Can he do his prayers that affect whole units? Because that'd be interesting then. Mm. Um, the Marienberger Mercenary Army. Um, oh, this is the weird that just regiments of renown are just all the dogs of war, isn't it? Yeah. So, or is it? Oh, it's yeah. the special regiments of the renown yeah, that are a, in dogs of war, which are ones yeah, like those it's part pirate of, yeah, ones. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And those orc. Ones and yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I, I don't know much about them. Yeah, I was finding it a little bit weird. Like, you can have orcs with 
yeah. whoever, dwarves. And... <laughs> so the next one, though, Cold of Ulrich, is definitely one that got expanded as an actual army list. Is yeah. That correct? I think one of you the guys looking at it. Yeah. 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 It got, it got, yeah. yeah. 2004, pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. So this one basically probably scraps. Oh, okay. It doesn't scrap my artillery, but it, it moves it. Um, sorry, it does. It scraps artillery, but moves archers and crossbowmen into special. So you don't have any actual f- guns. You, you won't have cannons, mortars. Yeah, none. Stuff like that. Um, you also can't field engineers. No, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just be like, no black powder. <laughs> but this would be close to sort of what your list might have been doing a bit, um, Andrew. But you can also have any number of Knights of the White Wolf. Yeah, yeah. this might have been a good one. Mm. Good option in that way. And extra great swords too. Oh yes, true. Yep. Well, I can't special, have my pistoliers. No, is true. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. true. Need that. Yeah, the yeah. Harassing unit. Just in combat. Yeah. 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 And what the last one is what the Crusader army. Uh yeah. So what what was different with this one? Uh, what just any number of knights of one order, but it could be white wolves as well. But they've got to be an elect account, is that right? With a few other units sent by an elect account. You cannot choose elect accounts and grandmasters. Oh, no, sorry. It has to be a grandmaster. Grand yeah, yeah, grandmaster must be general. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Any number of units of one order. Um, yeah, you can have knights of a different order in rare. Okay. It's yes. bizarre they haven't included more rules for different orders in the army book. Cause yeah, really it feels like they have it. to rush this out or something. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then you've got no artillery, no guns. It's not terrible no. having a just a knight army. Yeah. yeah. That'd be scary. Ah, cool. Oh, well. <sighs> They're an interesting army. I mean, overall, what do you guys think about the Empire? I mean, obviously, like, I think I made a point somewhere was – like they're they're a jack of all trades type army. Yeah. They're not totally powerful, but they're also not. I find it slightly weird that they're almost portrayed as like this, uh, you know, starter type army. But I feel like they, I feel like you'd struggle if you, yeah, yeah, you weren't a very good player like me. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys? Have, how do you guys? Yeah, I feel think you're about right. Them? Yeah, there's a fair few moving parts and. If you make a couple of mistakes, things can fall apart pretty quick, pretty easily. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, they do take a fair bit of skill, and list construction, I think, is actually kind of an important element to this army too. For a starter army, but it kind of does give people new to the scene, I suppose. You know, they can have their knights, they can have their artillery, they can have whatever they want sort of thing almost yeah. like it's it, it does give them that option it's, of just you know choice um yeah so maybe that exposure to the whole game as well a bit yeah yeah True. but mm. you don't know what people like you know so all of a sudden you're like oh here's your first army oh you can have anything it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and being yeah. a human faction it's always really popular and yeah yeah i can see why they've they've Pitched it as a starter army. Mm. Yep. I guess they only did it for six. Is that right? I'm trying to think what the other boxes were. It probably was only six that it was a starter army. I think so. Yeah. 
yeah. think so. But it's always been a really core faction. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, going right back into the early editions, third and fourth as well, you know, there's always a lot of Empire stuff, although a lot of uh, a lot of lead figures, but, yeah, a lot of yeah, variety yeah. in some of them. That's good. <laughs> what? Um, where do you want to go? Have you got other things to talk about with this? I mean, I was thinking um, just briefly, like, where where do you see it sitting in when the old world comes out? especially around this whole magic stuff that potentially may or may not have to change because it's earlier in the timeline. Like, how do you think, like, yeah, it's more of a pragmatic slash realistic thought that I have is like, what are they doing? They're obviously bringing some of the, the, uh, the old kits back and stuff, but how does that work when a lot of the eighth kits, you know, like those buff wagons of Celestial Hurricane and stuff, there's a lot of Colleges of Magic stuff. Yeah, you bring it back into the early one. Like, like I don't know. Have you thought about that at all, or do you think they'll just go bugger it? You can, I'll just, you know, we'll put this new figure in, but it's just called something else. Like, you know, the Altar of Sigma. It's just something. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling they're just going to retrocon it and it's like, yeah, here you go. Here's a reason now you can have it in the game anyway. Because mm. it was I'd the Sigma one was in one of those pictures. Oh, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, it's not, it's not to say it wouldn't be there. Like, as in, like the the history. It's mm. you know, it was after Sigma. And, yeah, know, true. Just... The Sigma one, I guess, the altar does um, make a lot of sense. The Celestial Hurricane, potentially, and the and the whatever it is, the Luminarch, potentially not as much. Yeah. Um, if they hadn't come up with the colleges yet. Um, but at the same time, just being you know selfish, looking at my collection, like I hope I, <laughs> I want to be able to play those things. They were cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they'd kind of be stupid not to in a way because they're they're newer, cooler models. Yeah, like I can't I can't see them. The people are talking about oh they're getting all these old models. It's like how how old are they really going to go? Um, mm. I can't see them going too old. Um, I think the oldest models you might be looking at are going to be like maybe your Skaven. Oh well, they're not even releasing Skaven. Um, but that sort of era of like um, the plague monks, sort of maybe, mm. you know, twenty two thousand seven, two thousand ten. Um, yeah. yeah, I can't see it going super early. It's just yeah. like the way that they manufacture it and box it as well. Um, oh, you know. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I think. Um, you'll see with reboxings where. Um, a lot of these units that came in groups of 10 or whatever, they're going to probably be released, I'd imagine, in like boxes of 20. So you just yeah. have to buy them. A bit, like to me, that's a great business decision. It's like, yeah. you know, you're just making someone buy more. So you're getting more money, revenue. Um, and the other person, the other, you know, the buyer feels like they're getting a better value because per model might be slightly cheaper. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're spending probably more money than they were originally going to spend, you know. Um, so yeah, it'll but be yeah, interesting just... to see. Like, well, well, we were talking about it the other day, like between us three, about um, that the old models coming back, and you know, Age of Sigma and 40k have obviously got so many of these new ranges. Um, how how old are they really going to go? Like, mm -hmm. it, it's kind of. I think some people will be quite disappointed. Like, obviously, Bretonians, I think, do Knights of the Realm, 
still hold their own. Like that. They're dated, but they're not. They're pretty old. They still look alright. Oh, I reckon they still look alright. But... They look alright, yeah. But they'd be what? They were released during sixth edition. Yeah, two thousand and four, I think, or something. Did you guys see the latest rumory things? That I don't know how true it is, but um, about three days ago, the guy released uh, a YouTube video what's talking every... about the, the starter sets. Yeah. Mm. Not being too much new stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because oh, that's right. I posted the YouTube surprising. channel on our chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, it's to me this is a this is a massive test for them. They've, they've killed a game based on what they might think was poor sales. Which, yes, it was. But is that because the game sucks, or is that because of how they ran their company? I mean, this is what this will show. Yeah. Will it ever be as big as the other games now probably not given that you still probably need bigger armies like would you say a i guess would you say a sixth edition style army is still bigger than potentially what you might put out in aos or 40k obviously there's always going to be a horde style army so just on average like if you bought a space marine army versus you know a sixth edition I don't know, like how many models were in your six edition armies that we took to the tournament the other day? I think mine had 70-something, maybe. I mean, some are big and some are small. But I'd say it'd be comparable with... Mm. Um, so Age yeah. of Sigma, like I've played a few games um, and played a bit of 40K, um, but I found Age of Sigma and 40K, you've got a lot of big models. Mm, yeah. So yeah. you kind of... I think that's half of it is like people like those games because you got the, you know, tanks and like obviously I was Zench, so I had like, you know, demons and whatnot. But mm. you have a look at my um, collection of Age of Sigma for Zench and it's it's big still. It's yeah. still big. Yeah. Um, You still take a lot of models. It's not, you don't rock up with, you know, 20 models. You're still rocking up, you know, 60 odd models with a, demon or 50 models with a demon in there mm, okay. um and some bigger bigger models but you look at age of sigma and like they're, they're big models yeah so yeah yeah no, that's right that's the trade-off like smaller models like more but they're smaller yeah yeah that's it yeah oh, okay well i mean i don't know where i was going with it. i was just trying to work out like what yeah um, i was trying to work out where we go yeah oh well it's, yeah. it's true like you know eighth edition was Pretty pretty big armies in there. Um, I think. Hmm. Sorry, where we were, we were just talking about like I guess they're sort of pedging their bets a bit, you know, like they're not, you know, they're basically. It feels like now, I would imagine things have changed a little bit as you know, COVID and all that, and they're just going, well, we're bringing out a new game. We hope it's going to be a good support game for AOS, like you know, like this sort of Horus Heresy style. It's going to bring some of these people back, um, but right now we're going to test it out first. So we're doing, you know. Mostly yeah. old kits, maybe a few new things, a lot of resin, um, and I think it's smart. Yeah. And we'll just see, I guess. You know, yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have expected yeah. any more than that. Like, I would yeah. have been very surprised if they went back and re-released entire armies in newly yeah. sculpted. Like, that'd be a massive investment. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it just feels weird that people thought they would just because they said, "Yeah, there will be new models." And like, well, how, how come they haven't refresh ranged the Bretonians? It's like, well, yeah, the entire. Firstly, yeah. let's just see if the game's successful before we, yeah, yeah, absolutely, so, yeah. Okay. And like you said, like previously, everyone's spoken about. You've got the um, obviously 
the computer adaption. Possibly they're trying to get that sort of, you know, group of people possibly to dip their toe. Um, mm. And if they, if we do get some more people, like that, like, that's it. It's the support. If you get the support, you're going to get the models. You bring up a good point, though. Like, I would bet if I was doing this, I'd, I probably would go, I'm going to try bring out a better rule set that everyone, you know, because, you know, we they would know how good they are in this now in the sense of being community-focused. They're bringing out, you know, like they're fixing, they'll patch the game if there's issues. Like, they're doing a lot more of that so they can at least try and appease yeah the hardcore gamer, they're being a lot more tournament focused. So they're involved in the tournament. So if they can get the game attractive and bring a lot of, you know, the grumbly old men like us back, <laughs> give us a few little toys for us to get the, you know, rebase our armies again, polish them off. Then <laughs> imagine if it's good enough. And then in six months, they bring out Kislev, all yep. plastic, all brand new. I can bet you everyone's going to buy a Kislev army. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas if yeah, I if I, if I gave you a Bretonian army, are you, like Josh, are you going to rebuild? Are you going to paint an entirely new Bretonian army? That's no, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I've just spent nine yeah. months painting Bretonians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this year I'm not going to go back and redo. Yeah, but I, I think re I feel like I'd be a specific case. Yeah, no, I know, but it's the same thing. Like I've got all my orcs, right? If, if Tomb Kings, I just painted them. Now let's go back. Orcs, they're older ones. You know, if they literally just revamped and gave me all new orcs, I probably, I mean, eventually I would update them, but it's not like I'm going to rush out and buy every army, every figure they've just brought out to bring no. out a whole new one. I'd just go, cool, that's a better unit of war orc boys. So I'll just mm. buy that and then I'll just yeah. bring it out. But if the, if I looked at Kislev or that other Cathay and you wanted yeah. a new army and it's all new plastics, you have to buy it. There's no option. You no, know? Absolutely. Yeah. And so, I think that was the plan originally, like with their very first couple of previews back pre-COVID, yeah. they were previewing Kislev and Cathay and talking about releasing these as armies before yeah. they obviously had their wings clipped and the whole scope of the project got got shut right yeah. down. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I agree, that could still happen if, if the initial yeah. steps are a success. Yep. And yeah. I think they could make a lot of money if they did that. Yeah. No, totally. Anyway, that's a little bit off the Empire thing, but I guess that's just sort of how this it is to the old world, I guess. Sort of related. Was. Yeah. <laughs> Allies. I was just trying to bring it into the actual, you know, our, what we expect the game. But I don't know if the Empire will play much different. It's probably just more magic, you know, in terms of how it looks a little bit. But, yeah, yeah. Imagine they'll get the Hippogriff Knights back. Yes. Well, yeah, those, yeah, that's true. They would have to come back too. I hope they do. Um, yeah, I, I, I do miss, I've said that before in one of the other ones, I, I miss sort of that monstrous cab, monstrous infantry options as much, you know, like I did like that. Um, so if we get some of them back, some of those options, that'd be cool. It is cool, but at the same time, I don't mind in six that, well, how do I say, like there's a lot of identity but behind the Empire almost not having cap monstrous cap in a way, you know, yeah, like it's yeah. just like everyone suddenly it's has it and it's just like yeah, yeah. it becomes less special then because all the armies have, you know, got their own monstrous version. And that's yeah. also why I, I kind of like, because um, I keep, people keep talking about Hippogriff Knights for Bretonians and I feel like that's a ridiculous suggestion as well. I've never oh, really right. been on board with that <laughs> yeah. either. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, Peg Knights, that's cool. You know, leave it at that. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a little bit going back to the arms race thing, isn't it? Like a little you know, bit. Yeah, someone got it, someone else had to get it. Yeah, we'll see with the Tomb Kings too, because obviously they've got you know the scorpions and uh, sorry the snake riders and the you know those ones. We'll see if hopefully they will. I don't know. I, I'm assuming they're going to have rules for them because they've sort of said you're going to get rules, but you know who knows. Yeah. Well, the oh. other thing um, that was interesting in that video um, the other day was he was talking about a first quarter 24 mm. release. Yeah, yeah. Which is not that far away. Well, it's probably similar to what we were thinking in the sense that maybe we'd still get some type of announcement this year, but it's going to be months before you get it, but that would be then into the early part of next year. But, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Well, you know, coming up to Christmas, like it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be pretty quick. You know how the years goes. Oh yes, <laughs> guys. It's, it's, yeah. Low expectations. You're less likely yes. to get disappointed oh, no. exactly. with low yeah. expectations. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just, just just interesting. Interesting. Uh, anyway, what's the? Uh, we sort of got off there. Anything else we want to sum up on the Empire book? Apart from we will try and get a game or two in at some point. Oh, I think we've spent a good four and a half hours in total chatting about this. I feel like we've covered. I feel like I know a little bit more about them though, so now I will be happy to get on the table and play a bit more. I think I think having you guys having a game would cap off the this uh, topic nicely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can try and do that once we're back. Both Andrew and I are not together, but we're traveling to different (laughs) countries, (laughs) so um, doing some holidaying with the fam. So yeah, Yeah. should be good. But we'll be back and then um, hopefully get a game in at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a. Oh, that's going to be in November, isn't it? The um, the slow grow, so we can do a little. Yeah, oh, there's November. that too. Yeah, better report for that as well. Yes, that's right. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, but no, we'll definitely get a game in when we get back. Cool. Okay. Well, I, don't know, I reckon we call that one here then. And um, if there's anything else you guys want to say, otherwise, but yeah. no, pretty no. good. Pretty okay. Good. Well, guys, uh, li- listeners, thank you for listening to our. Part two of our first ever army book review. So, really appreciate that. The extended that. edition. The extended edition. That's all right. Um, yeah, as usual, guys, just appreciate any type of feedback and, and just listening. And it's, you know, we enjoy just getting on. And it's, I think for us, it just keeps us a little bit more connected to the to the hobby and doing stuff weekly. I don't know if we'll always stay weekly, but it's been fun for me so far. But um, but yeah, mm. reach out to us, guys, on social as usual at Old World Fanatic. And um, yeah. Until next time, guys. We'll um, I'll see you, you guys probably next week or the week after after I get back. Yep. Yeah, with a lovely tan. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. All Good right. luck, guys. Ciao. Right. See you soon. Ciao.